have nurses that call me on a daily basis to tell me that they're scared, to tell me they don't know what to do. We didn't sign up for this. We are probably nowhere near the peak and the apex, which we are doing everything we can to flatten. You want to have a list that's pretty tight and you want to you want to know what you want, but you also want to be flexible because this is not the time to be running around to a bunch of different stores trying to find some random ingredient that they're out of at one place. From the real on the ground concerns of doctors and nurses on the front lines to the more basic everyday concerns of getting a meal on the table for your family. We're all dealing with challenges during this trying time. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a moment, I'll be talking with a journalist and cookbook author on how to best stock your pantry to survive and still eat well while staying home during the coronavirus crisis. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Monday, March 30th. After reaching the 500 mark over the weekend, the total number of confirmed COVID-19 cases in San Diego jumped past 600 today. Over 100 of those are hospitalized and dozens are in intensive care. Governor Gavin Newsom says the number of COVID-19 cases in California has doubled in the past four days. He's asking for help to avoid a possible shortage of health care workers in a variety of specialties. Looking uh, for mental health experts, looking uh, for more EMTs, more pharmacists, uh, looking for more phlebotomists, looking for more experts in respiratory care and the like, technicians, administrators, doctors, nurses. Uh, we are calling on you uh, to step up and step in and meet this moment. Newsom is calling on recently retired professionals or anyone else with medical expertise who might be able to lend a hand during the crisis. The state has started a website, healthcore.ca.gov, where people can register. A new test for the coronavirus will soon be available that can diagnose positive results in about five minutes. It was developed by Abbott Laboratories, which has an office in San Diego. They say the test is being deployed to urgent care facilities around the country this week. The tests are done in a portable machine about the size of a toaster. The calendar turns to April on Wednesday, and that often means your credit card gets automatically charged for monthly services and subscriptions. But are you still getting your money's worth during the time of the coronavirus? 10 News reporter John Horn talked to unhappy gym member Amanda Sullivan. 24-hour fitness is closed, but keeps charging her 40 bucks a month for membership. It seems so unethical because we just don't have access. 24-hour also shuttered its customer call center, and Sullivan casts off its promise to add the lost months she's paying for now once her contract expires. It feels like robbery, like we're taking your money, you can't do anything about it, we're telling you... Uh, this is what we're offering. We'll just tack on time at the end. Consumer attorney Fred Shank says each subscription contract is different, but he says it's always worth a phone call to ask. If a vendor thinks that it's going to take advantage of its members, it will find in the not too distant future, it will have lost that member and many others. Just how safe is the food we're eating when it comes to the coronavirus? And how can we make the best of the situation when budgets are tight and grocery store shelves may not be fully stocked. We have a pair of guests with us today. First up is Rutgers University professor of food microbiology, Dr. Donald Schaefner. 
Professor, should we be washing all groceries thoroughly before we bring them into the house? Yeah, there's a viral video circulating that was suggesting that. There's really no scientific evidence to suggest that you need to, to practice that level of surgical scrub when you bring your groceries into your house. What I want to tell people is the, the, the risky point when it comes to grocery shopping is the time that you're in the grocery store. That's when you're likely to be exposed to somebody who has the virus. And so, you know, make a list, proceed smoothly and quickly through the grocery store. And then when you get home, if you're worried about the virus, wash your hands. All right, what about the delivery of groceries or takeout foods? What kind of risks are we taking there? In terms of home delivery, again, the same basic rules apply. It's very unlikely that there is coronavirus on the packaging for your delivery, and it's very unlikely, even if it was there, that you would contract COVID-19 from that. And so my advice is, again, if you're worried about that, after you receive a delivery, after you take out your food, after you put it on your plate, wash your hands. That was a great idea before the pandemic. It'll be a great idea after the pandemic. Just wash your hands before you eat. Thank you, Professor. Of course, there's also the question of what to buy and how to prepare it. And joining us on that topic is journalist and cookbook author Jamie Feldmar. Jamie, thanks for your time today. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I think the first thing that caught my attention, you had an article at Eater.com, was how to stock your pantry, especially when a lot of people right now you know, aren't going to the store very often. They're trying to minimize their trips. They're trying to find things that are shelf-stable. Uh, what are some of the tips that you had for people who are trying to, you know, get the basics and the essentials in their pantry and not waste a lot of food at the same time? Yeah, a couple of things here. Um, you know, we are recommending or we're being told, you know, not to go to the grocery store very often. So I think this is a time where before you even head in, you want to do a couple of things to prepare. Uh, you want to have a list that's pretty tight and you want to you want to know what you want, but you also want to be flexible because this is not the time to be running around to a bunch of different stores trying to find some random ingredient that they're out of at one place. So go in with a plan, but be willing to adapt to whatever you have to work with. Uh, that's the first thing I want to say. And then after that, um, you know, there are a couple of dry goods and sort of pantry staples that you should always have on hand. Um, I will say, however, that I think it's still, you know, you can still be buying fresh produce. Um, there's a lot of produce that keeps well for several days, root vegetables, um, hearty greens like kale and collards. There's no reason that you shouldn't be, be buying those things and they'll last in your fridge um, in between shopping trips. But apart from produce, you're going to want to make sure, uh, you know, think about how you eat is the other thing. There is no one size fits all shopping list. So, you know, think about the foods you like, think about any dietary restrictions that you have. But in general, things that you uh, would do well to have on hand most of the time include uh, different pastas and grains and rices, um, as well as beans, legumes. Uh, dried beans are sort of having a moment right now, uh, but canned beans work, work too, just as well. Um, and then there's a couple of, you know, sort of canned and jarred things that are always nice to have on hand. Uh, canned tomatoes are great for soups, sauces, stews. I like to get them whole because you can always crush them up or puree them. Um, you can't unpuree a, a blitz tomato. <laughs> um, you know, coconut milk is, I think, one that uh, we don't always think about, but is really good to put into, again, soups, curries, sauces. You can also uh, cook rice in it or even poach chicken or fish in it for a little extra flavor. Um, stocks and broths, easy to make yourself, but always nice to have some backup in a box or a can on hand. 
Um, another thing that I always like to have is just some salsas or some of those sort of pre-made simmer sauces that sometimes you see at stores like Trader Joe's, uh, which I think are really nice for, for those days where you just have a bunch of sort of random odds and ends kicking around the produce drawer and you just want to throw them all together in a pan and then put a little sauce or salsa on top of them to make it feel, make it feel a little complete. Um, you know, if you bake, have flour, sugar, baking powder, baking soda. Uh, a lot of people are making bread themselves right now. So, you know, get on that, get some yeast if that's your thing. Um, and make sure that you always have the basics, uh, things like olive oil, um, salt, pepper, whatever spices you use, uh, butter, milk, cheese, those things tend to keep for a while in the fridge. So, so you never want to run out of uh, basic stuff like that. We also are trying to stock our freezers as well. Now, I'm a meat eater. Uh, you go to the store, you want to make the meat last, you put it in the freezer. Not everything does great uh, trying to get it back to life, though, after it's had a run in the freezer. What are some of the recommendations you have, especially meat and seafoods uh, that, that might have to go in your freezer for a little while? Yeah, so, so the meats that are best suited to uh, freezing and defrosting well are things that you are probably going to cook for a long time when they, when they do come out of your freezer. Uh, so something like uh, ground meat does well, um, something like a brisket or a chuck roast or some of those sort of tougher cuts of meats, the ones that you might need to braise or simmer for a couple of hours anyway. Uh, those, are, those are what you're going to want to look out for. Uh, when it comes to chicken, um, generally cuts the dark meat, things that are bone in and have skin on and a little bit more fat to them will hold up better than like a boneless, skinless chicken breast is, is honestly going to come out pretty dry after it's been uh, frozen once. And fish, you know, a lot of fish is, uh, is actually frozen at the time that it's caught and, and can be sold frozen. Fish, uh, especially individually packaged fillets, uh, does hold up well in the freezer. The one thing that you want to be careful about is once you defrost something, don't put it back in the freezer. There's sort of a, a one-time only rule with that kind of stuff. All right. Well, we're all uh, could be a while. You know, it's already been a couple of weeks for some of us that we've been uh, stuck at home. Sometimes the same old pantry stuff gets a little boring. What are some of your tips, uh, maybe to kick up the flavors a little bit, things that we should kind of add to spice up our, our lives and our pantry cooking? Yeah, this is where it gets a little bit fun. None of this stuff is essential. But again, these are some sort of um, chefy touches, if you will, if you're looking to mix it up. Um, I love chili oil or uh, chili crisp if you like things spicy. Um, it's great to put over stir fries, soups, salads, noodles, anything you can think of really that needs a little kick. Um, fermented things. Miso paste is a great flavor enhancer. It keeps for forever in your fridge. You can put it on sweet things, on savory things, put it into vinaigrettes, dressings, sauces, mix it with butter. Um, things like pickles, sauerkraut, kimchi, those things, again, keep for, for a really long time and add a boost of tanginess and sort of sourness um, and just that nice fermented flavor. Um, tinned fish, anchovies, I know they can be a little polarizing. Maybe you don't want to eat them on their own, but um, an anchovy that's sort of stirred into a sauce or a stew, you might not even notice it's there, but it adds a little bit of something you can't quite put your finger on. It's a major flavor enhancer. Um, things like tahini, things like creme fraiche or labna, um, these dairy products can be great to just throw a spoonful on top of something, make it feel a little bit more rich, a little bit more decadent without uh, breaking the bank. And um, finally, flaky salt, flaky sea salt. Um, 
Most recipes when you're cooking call for using kosher salt, which is, you know, you get a big box of it, it lasts forever. But if you want to feel a little bit more fancy at home, um, invest in a smaller jar of flaky finishing salt or sea salt and just uh, crush up a little bit with your fingers and uh, sprinkle it over the finished dish. So the big question, I've, I've made it to the grocery store, my pantry, my fridge are well stocked with the staples, the things that you told me to buy. Now I'm standing kind of slack jawed in front of everything. Where do I start when I want to start putting it all together? How do I make those decisions, especially for people who may may not be used to cooking as much at home? Maybe they eat out or go out more often, and now they're kind of trying to stay home more often. Yeah, I think there's a couple things here. Um, one one is in the way that you that you organize all of those things that I just told you to buy. Um, it's important to be able to see everything that you've bought because we have a tendency to forget about things when we can't see them. So you're gonna to wanna to group like with like. Um, you know, remember when you were a kid and you had all the building blocks and you put the circles with the circles, it's kind of like that. So get all your, all your pastas and grains and legumes, get all those together, get your baking goods all together, get all your oils and vinegars together, all your spices together. Um, and then try to arrange them in a way where you know where they are and you can see stuff because if you can see it and you know where it is, you're less likely to forget you have it, you're more likely to use it. And in this time, we really don't wanna be wasting food. Um, so along those same lines, think about what you got that is more perishable than something like a dried good and eat that first. In, in the restaurant world, we sort of call that the first in, first out mentality. Um, use what you have first, use what's perishable first, and then move on to the dried goods and the things that'll, that can keep a little bit longer. One last thing, I just want to encourage people to, um, you know, along those lines of not wasting food, really um, hang on, you know, this is not a time to be throwing food out. So hang on to all those little kitchen scraps. Um, you can make stock out of vegetable scraps and out of, out of uh, chicken bones and sort of those loose ends that you might have trimmed off of a piece of meat. Keep all that stuff, boil it down, make a stock. It adds a great flavor enhancer to all kinds of dishes. Um, and get creative, you know, if you're getting beets or carrots that have the greens on top, for example, don't just throw those out. You can, you can saute those like you would any other greens. They're delicious. Um, really try to think about making the most out of every ingredient that you do bring home. Tips for eating well at home uh, during our coronavirus uh, precautions. Jamie, I really appreciate you spending some time with us. I think uh, very useful advice out there. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good luck. Finally, it's my goal to wrap up our podcast with a little good news, even if it may seem hard to come by at times. Perhaps you're looking for a little bit of holiday cheer, even if it's well past the season. Well, one local radio station is stepping up. Kixie 96.5 will play Christmas music seven days a week. You can listen to your favorite holiday tunes from noon until 1 p.m. and then again from 6 p.m. to midnight. Each day, look to 10news.com and our social media channels for new coronavirus impact podcasts. And make sure to download the 10 News app for all of today's important stories, along with reports you'll only see on 10 News. As always, it's available to download for free at the App Store. That'll do it for today. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together.